yeah, of At Home With Us. Today we're going to do some strange things. So, as always, I've got two things. The first thing is technology related. And what that failed is, you this week, Claire? No, nothing failed me. <laughs> um, in social media, there's always these videos that say, um, wait till the end. And that has become my new irritation because when you say wait till the end, you automatically heightening expectation. Mm -hmm. And most of the things at the end are dumb and you have to sit through. So what would have been a short 30 second or 10 second thing feels even longer because you're assuming something better, something better, something better is going to happen. And then it doesn't. So now whenever I see a post that says wait to the end, I just automatically, I just don't watch it because I'm not going to wait till the end because you could be selling me a bad product. So I'd rather just watch out of interest. The things that you've been watching have been clickbait. No, <laughs> it would be silly things. Like it would be a thing of a dog playing and it'll say watch to the end. So it's just people posting and saying like, or posting somebody else's video and saying, this is funny. Uh, 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 Watch till the end. Oh, okay. And so the second anyone puts their comment in there now, I just ignore it. I'm not going to watch it because I'm not going to sit till the end and listen to nonsense. (laughs) So yeah, that was the one thing. The other thing that was interesting is the... So for us in South Africa, the way they're releasing the rules for Corona is weird because you get a statement by a minister Mm -hmm. that will say this, this, and this is happening. And then there'll be another minister that will make an announcement the next day. And another minister that will make an announcement the next day. Or you'll get a news report about about an announcement that you didn't see, Mm -hmm. but it's about something that suddenly taken effect. So for us, because our car went in for um, a repair, it was just a very strange setup. So we were expecting the car to only be repaired in the next uh, lockdown, drop down. And then all of a sudden, I think it was on Tuesday last week, a minister didn't come out and say it. A message just came out in this newspaper article that said, oh, on the 12th of March, these places are opening. But they're not even part of this level lockdown. So it's just the information is very irritating and random at the moment. And I don't know if they don't know or like if lobbyists are coming in and are irritating them about something and they're just like, yeah, go do whatever you want. So... That's my other little peeve is that the, the information is not structured that you know, because uh, that's what I thought was happening. Every Thursday, there'll be an announcement about the thing that's coming the following Monday. Now they made an announcement about something in the beginning of the week that's going to take effect in the middle of the week. Well, they did make an announcement that there will be an announcement. No, that was, that was a separate announcement. That, that's good planning. And then we had this funny thing about... Um, because the president came out and gave a speech. So people were expecting him to say we're dropping another level. And then the meme that came out afterwards was when someone calls a meeting for something they could have told you via email. <laughs> so all he did was call a, a, a press conference 
to thank us and things are going to continue as they are. So that's like a summary of what he called the press conference for. <laughs> so they're like, you could have sent us an email for that. In a time of COVID, any, anybody who talks to you is welcome. Yeah. So, yeah. Speaking of which, I, I was attempting to do some cleaning. I, I apparently have a lot of things going on. I was apparently uh, attempting to do some cleaning in the front because garden services aren't allowed to come around. And when you switch over to garden services, you tend to reduce or not look after the tools that you have because somebody else is coming to clean up. Now I had to go out and use my tools and some of the things won't shop. But anyway, people are so bored that even when they're jogging and walking around, they're having chats with you in the street while you're cleaning and they're taking a leisurely walk. And so, I think in a weird way, um, what's happening now is making people more conscious of who's in their neighborhood and who are people. Like, because it's not these busy streets with traffic jams in the morning. You're walking by yourself, you see a person by a house and your brain can actually piece that stuff together. And you're like, ah, oh, this is a person that lives in that house. It's not like... You're whizzing past in the morning and you're like, what is that? And nothing happened. So I don't know if that's going to be a positive afterwards or are people just going to flip the switch to like switching over to this is morning mode no, again. No, I think when people get busy again, they're just going to go. I just flip the switch. <laughs> Maybe they'll be nicer to cashiers, nicer to petrol attendants. Um, yeah, but no, I think they'll just go back to being... Well, the nice thing about the cashier stuff is they now have um, what was that? screens up for them. So now every cashier is a bank teller. So there's a piece of, perspe piece of perspex between you and the cashier. So you must know your place. <laughs> to, I don't know who was leaning over and trying to breathe hot air onto the cashiers. <laughs> because we already at the counter. And then they had that uh, signature thing where you're supposed to rest your stuff and sign. So even if you had a checkbook or whatever, you could sign on that. So we were already segregated. But above that now is a screen. So do not lean over and try to get closer to the cashier. Because you can't. <laughs> There's a screen to stop you. So I don't know who was trying to uh, breathe halitosis into the cashier's faces. On the plus side, it doesn't matter if you eat tin fish for lunch now. <laughs> Okay. Wait, it's this? like a double protection you've got a mask on <laughs> and you've got the screen keep the bad breath to yourself so it's going to be tinfish garlic and mm. and hel other halitosis that uh, cashiers are being saved from yummy you had a, a team meeting and weren't you the youngest person on the team's meeting so how did the meeting well, go that's not an achievement um yeah it took about 40 minutes to get all my colleagues on to the meeting so yeah technology it was, it was an adventure technology yeah. challenges and people did learn new things today so i mean i guess that was good okay was <laughs> so what we wanted to discuss was something that we discussed privately and now we're going to discuss openly and it's not what you think um, we 
watch lots of um, DC animated movies and then there's a lot of other funny things that happen and so uh, in these storylines but something that got us thinking was when um, there's a scene in Avengers Endgame where um, what's his name that pulls the arrows? Hawkeye. Where Hawkeye is getting suited up to be sent into the past, and Brody is Brody. That is War Machine. Bro, but it is Brody. Mm -hmm. Brody asks what is now Professor Hulk, if we can do this and go back in time. And what's Thanos' daughter's name? Which one? Not Gamora, the other one. Um, wow. Blanking. Okay, um, I'll, I'll let it's, you... It's with the N. Nebula. Nebula. Right, so I've got a quiz there for you. Uh, so Thanos' daughter, Nebula, is helping um, Hawkeye put his suit on. Uh, this time travel suit and Scott Lang is standing there, Ant-Man and War Machine Brody standing there and they said if we can go back in time why don't we just find baby Thanos and you know that's like, yeah but that's like a that's like a first uh, question in philosophy 101 is like if you could go back in time would you kill baby Hitler and then you have a, phil a philosophical discussion about the merits or, you know, the bad things about doing that because... The merits of murder. Well, no, it's just that you can't, even though you know what somebody's become or somebody will, you, you can you can see from, from your experience what somebody has become, any one change in their upbringing or their environment could have taken them on a different path. So you would not be a hero for killing a baby who has not had those experiences that turn them into the person that you know them to be. Yeah, but if you only had one chance to go back, then you can't nudge them because you can't do it narrow down. When they're in, in the middle of the night. <laughs> so, um, um, so Professor Hulk says to Brody, that's horrible and that's not how time travel works. So in the in-game universe, time travel worked that if you travel back in time, wherever you travel to becomes your future and wherever you travel from is your past. So in that moment, um, he, said, he said, that's not how time travel uh, works. And mm -hmm. they say, well, that's what every movie about time says. And then they rattle off our lot time after time um, hot tub time machine, back to the future, a whole lot of stuff. And then you say that's not how it works. Butterfly effect. It works like that. They didn't mention butterfly effect. Mm, I know, but I mean, that is the ultimate. <laughs> then changing uh, the Nebula said, of course, it's not, uh, uh, that doesn't work. So they're like, oh, so all of that is nonsense. So we were thinking about the different time table. Firstly, we were thinking about the different time travel movies that we have watched. Mm -hmm. We know that there's an extensive list of stuff that um, exists, but obviously we haven't lived long enough to sit through everything and watch everything. And some of us don't have lockdown time 
where we can sit and watch TV. Uh, some of us have to still, well not have to, some of us are still working, so we don't have all this free time to catch up. <laughs> so, I'm going to list the name of the movie, and can you give a brief overview of the premise or the plot of okay, the movie? Okay, and if I don't know, I say pass. If you don't know, maybe Sometimes I'm Sometimes you watch movies and I'm, still, I'm asleep. Alright, so, Back to the Future. Um, the well, any one of them, because they kept going back to the future. Okay, so an old scientist meets a young uh, chap, and the old scientist has developed uh, a time machine in in a DeLorean. <laughs> and car, yeah. Yeah, so then that one works that if you go back to the past, you can change stuff about the future. So they keep going back to the past to change things about the future. Yeah. Okay. Then, Time Cop, I know I watched, but I can't really remember. I know it involved Jean-Claude Van Damme, but I don't know if he traveled to the future or to the he, past. I think that one was one where they tried to rectify uh, crimes that happened. Previously? Yes, so, so okay. they would go back to specific points in time and change things. Okay, Hot Tub Time Machine was just, I'll, uh, uh, what's the word? Have fun. <laughs> what what's that movie about? Uh, that movie is about a group of friends. Oh, do you want to know what the what the premise is, or do you want to know what it's about? No, I don't want to know what happened. <laughs> I just want to know. Okay, so it's about uh, friends that get an opportunity to go back in time and change things about their lives that uh, would have made them, would they think they would have made them happier, um, and so they do. And then when they come to they're back in the future again and they, their lives have changed accordingly. But they didn't choose to go back in time. It was an accident. Oh, it was an accident. Yeah. And when they realized what happened, then they took advantage of having gone back in time. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what this movie is about, but do not steal from its parallel. Okay? So what was... An overview of About Time. About Time? Oh, it was a guy who gets infinite chances with a girl that he that he wants. Um, and he basically has a number of opportunities to get it right with her. So whatever he did wrong the previous time, he'd remember and try and do better the next time. So he makes, him, makes her fall in love with him. Sort of like a groundhog's day thing? Yeah, kind of like that. Okay. The time traveler's wife. Uh, that was about a guy that couldn't... Like, I think he, he had the... It was like him that could... He was the time machine. He kept going back. It wasn't something that... I, I can't remember. But anyway, basically like... He went through time living bits of his life, not concurrently, with, the, with his wife. And she, she had to learn to love a complex man because he was different every time, I guess. All the ones that we've gone through previously, a person physically as they are now jumps between timelines. Yeah. The butterfly effect? It's a guy who can time travel through his own history. And what makes him want to travel? 
I don't know if it What's makes sense, but he discovers that he can do it, and so because he can do it, he tries to change things about his life and the people in it to make their lives better or make his life better. But he ends up messing things up. Okay. Guess. Men in Black Three. I don't remember this. <laughs> so something Agent K. Uh, had been wiped mm -hmm. and some incident had happened in the past and he'd stored I think something somewhere that would help bring his memory back so they needed to go into the past to know where he stored that thing to help restore him mm -hmm. or he knew something in the past that he couldn't remember now and so the answer was in the past something like that so then Agent J then traveled into the past. Oh, so what happened in that, in that, in terms of the time effect? Strangely nothing, because he even got to see himself as a child. So there's no paradox, nothing? They, well, he stopped. He, he went back to ensure that the timeline was maintained. What, what series... But then why do you maintain a timeline unless you can change it? No, they needed to maintain it and get information. Okay. Because if that other guy succeeded, uh, the future wouldn't happen. Because so the future could be changed in that one. Yeah, okay. by that guy going into the past. I wanted to say, I don't have it on my list, but there was the series with a whole lot of guys with briefcases mm -hmm. and black hats. Not that movie with, uh, what's his name? Mm -hmm. Not Kevin Bacon, what's the other guy's name? Anyway, mm -hmm. um, is it the Travelers or something like that? Was it Fringe, the Watchers? Oh yeah, Fringe, yeah. But Fringe was more, it wasn't about time travel so much as it was about parallel universes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah, the Earths were colliding. Yeah. Alright, The Almanac Project. That was a good movie. Yeah, it was a brilliant movie. Trailer. <laughs> um... The high school student uh, uncovers something from his dad's work that he didn't know about. It turns out it was the blueprints for time machine. Oh, we are going to say these. I've got major spoilers. Hey? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Um, and then he builds it because he's like super brilliant. And then he's got to live. You and his buddies have to live with the effects of yeah, what they so, do. So they change stuff, it changes the future. Okay. There you So that one changed after it's the future. Avengers Endgame. Yeah. That was what it was. We had the the timelines no, and the, the stars. Yeah, that one was interesting because that didn't eradicate the future. It created an alternate timeline. So what they were saying was that it doesn't change this line of from past to present, it would just make a new line and branch off. No, she said, when this thing doesn't exist yet, it puts my timeline in trouble. Yeah. But your timeline will be okay. So he said, I'm going to bring it back and restore it in that moment in time, mm -hmm. so everything's left unchanged. Mm -hmm. So in their world, their decision didn't have a ripple effect. Yes. Because they 
travel uh, into the past, which was their, the future, past was their future, and then they traveled into the future, yeah. which was their future, yeah. and then yeah. it was always traveling into the future, so they never upset the past. I guess this has, um, it's all based on the premise that an individual's uh, past, present, and future is separate to the collective conscious past, present, and future. We'll get back to that. In the DC realm, there's Flashpoint. Uh, mm. It's a thing where the Flash, which is the fastest man alive, runs back in time to change something that happened in his past and he creates an alternate timeline. So that's another interesting one. TV series and movie, 12 Monkeys. I actually can't remember what the premise of 12 Monkeys is. 12 Monkeys was that they were trying to save the world as they knew it because there were apocalyptic events um, so the, brought on by, by something that happened yeah. and they were trying to go I know in the TV series they were going back in time to pinpoint when they, they were trying to pinpoint firstly they established that they could do time travel mm -hmm. then they were trying to pinpoint the event that caused the time travel because they were guessing mm -hmm. and so they kept sending this guy back to like um, narrow down the list of what the trigger was that caused this apocalyptic event. Mm -hmm. But they didn't know which moment in time to go back to to change things. Mm -hmm. So they kept hopping all over the place and following yeah. leads that, in the past and the future. That was a very confusing TV series, but very good. And you couldn't miss an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, overview of Outlander. Oh, Outlander. Um, <laughs> it's like my guilty pleasure. It is... It's super silly, uh, but basically time travel is made possible by um, mythical stones like Stonehenge. And like Stonehenge or Stonehenge? No, no, like Stonehenge. There's, there's, there's lots of those types of... Um, there's there's what, them relics. Yeah, like those, those configurations across the planet. Mm -hmm. So in this story, they use that. Um, and it's based on, on folklore and legend. And only some people have the ability to touch the stones and travel through time. Is it bloodline related? Or? No, it's just random. But okay, yeah. So, but there is a way apparently for other people to uh, to get there. It's it's through sacrifice and gemstones. But anyway, so okay. yeah, that was really interesting. But that again doesn't change. I think some people were trying to use it to change the future, but it didn't really change the future. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's that. Obviously, there's the Flash, the movie, and then Flash, the TV series. Uh, Stargate. All I can remember is the guy that played the part of MacGyver was in Stargate. What's Stargate about? I can't remember. I was so, I was so little. They kept going but through I, it for I really enjoyed reason. it for whatever reason. It was, it was great. Uh, oh, I, I think about it. A series where it didn't happen. Well, like, they didn't solve anything was Terra Nova. Oh, yeah. They went to the past to say that they're settling there, but they were actually trying to go to the past to get minerals that didn't exist in the future. In the future. They mine them all away. And then, so they tried to. And then they could get the money the from of the <laughs> out of the planet in the past to push it through to the future. Yeah. So that was a but little. That was, was cancelled after one season. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. That one was short lived. Um, another series which you may not know actually had time travel in it was Game of Thrones, but that had like a butterfly effect type time travel. Yeah. 
where the consciousness Brenner. yeah the the what was it called the one-eyed raven three-eyed raven yeah the three-eyed raven he had the power to travel through his own consciousness uh, and no actually it, yes he had he had but not physically so he could he could observe uh, anything throughout history so he could time travel mentally but it was only the one instance where where uh, he's no actually I'm not sure now because he caused Hodor no he caused the Hodor incident yeah because the guy said he so wasn't stay too long so he could influence yes yeah and uh, they left the door open because you know us who don't read the books um, for the possibility that the first the other red-eyed raven went back and caused that king to be stuck on burn them all burn them all burn them all burn them all Ooh. made him mad and that's how come he did it yeah and that's why he was so upset with Brenner. oh wow and then obviously the other cw series is legends of tomorrow and they're traveling time traveling non-stop so what what happens in that one can they change the future yeah that's the whole purpose they're going oh on. so they're like time cops yes like a yeah, they're like, they're like a TV series of what Jean-Claude Van Damme did. Right, okay. Um, because they're trying to... There's this guy, I can't remember his name. He's, um, he's in one of the Justice League animated things. He's, he's this very old guy. He's sort of an immortal. Mm -hmm. But I think in their one, he's an immortal that is jumping through time. Mm -hmm. And... Because he knows, because he lived through everything, he wants to jump through time to influence all of history. Okay. So he lived long enough to experience a lot of history and now he's going, now that time travel exists, mm -hmm. he's going back in time and he is fiddling all over the place. So at every mass battle and all these things that happened in history, mm -hmm. you now see him there. Oh. Because he went back. And he knew outcomes and that, so he was getting involved. They're busy chasing him through time, sort of. Oh, okay. That was how it started. I don't know where it is now. I only watched the crossovers. <laughs> one last one. My favorite, uh, favorite topic. The hashtag, the Snyder Cut. So Zack Snyder had a theory which he couldn't put into a movie because they told him it was too dark. So he had to throw out the script. But his theory was that part of the mechanics of time travel is when you jumped into the past, you only had two spots you could jump to because of the Earth's rotation oh, around yeah. the sun. Oh, yes, yes. So if you jumped into the wrong slot, you jump into nothing and there wouldn't be a planet there because the Earth would still be making its way around. Mm -hmm. And so you'd go into nothingness. And then in your other one, if you jumped, depending on, so the date and time is very important because of the rotation of the planet. You can't even jump sort of at the same, you can't jump even at the same day. You have to jump at the, at the correct hour, minute and second that the incident happened so that you could be on that piece of land at that time in that moment because of the earth's rotation and position. Mm -hmm you won't land on the earth or you won't land in the same place so so his one had a geographical tie-in yeah that's interesting so, so that's the only other 
Yeah, that's amazing because whenever anybody jumps, they can go anywhere. Yes. Yeah, that's and they just land in that place. It's more logical that, that if you're going to, like, if time consists of strands and they, they linear strands, yeah. you'd only be able to jump through that tube and you would, you would land at the end of that piece of the yeah. straw. Interesting. Yeah. So what, is your, what are your thoughts on time travel? My thoughts on time travel are that it has to be possible. We just haven't figured out, or maybe we have, but general population hasn't been exposed to the technology to make it happen. Um, I think it has to be possible because it's just another element of physics. Okay. If you could go back in time, what um, ripple effect or what outlook do you have on how time travel works and how will that influence what you did when you went back? See. So what's your belief about how it works and then based on that, what would you do or not do when you when you went back. Okay. So, I'm not sure what exactly I believe. I have two theories. One... <laughs> you can't have two theories. One Which, is... Okay. We, no, you can't have two theories. Have, like, what theory do you hold higher than the other? Just say that one. Calm down. Okay. <laughs> right. So, either you jump back in time and you change things, which means that you, as you know yourself now, would have to cease to exist in some way shape or form so if I go back in my life and I change something about myself and that changes the way my life is turned out today I today would cease to exist so I would have memories that would you're not saying which one you can't you can't play the you mustn't play either side you must say that this is the one that I think is most logical okay and this is the one I want I'm getting to do. there I'm getting there this way okay so either that, or no, you can't. Okay. Oh my right. goodness! Just let me talk, please. Um, or you would have to believe in parallel universes, basically, in which case every time you jump back, yeah, and you create a different future outcome, it's just creating an alternate timeline, which exists in its own universal state. I personally believe that if... Finally. Okay. <laughs> You've talked to it a bit. Oh, this man. Um, I believe that if time travel was possible, we could influence future events and then change the way time is, appears in the future. So the second question you asked was, what would I change? Yes. I would change nothing. Okay. Because you wouldn't change anything because you believe that there's the ripple effect that will change who you are now. Yeah. Okay. So based on that, if you could go back and nothing would change as you have it now, mm -hmm. how would that influence your what you do in your time travel? I think every human being would just like to set themselves up with more resources. <laughs> so. No, uh, that's other people. I'm talking about you. 
What yeah. did Melissa do? Yeah, I'd be so generous if I was more rich. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is a thought experiment. So to continue with your thought experiment of um, um, parallel timelines and that, mm -hmm. I'm of the opinion, from a practical standpoint, I do enjoy the DC stories parallel arts and mm -hmm. the decisions making the ripple effect. Uh, practical Clive is of the opinion that when we, because of opportunity cost, whenever we take a decision, What's opportunity cost? Uh, the cost of the alternative. So we balance out the cost of the alternative decision. Mm -hmm. And based on that, we decide, okay, we can take this decision because whatever we value or feel is important at that time, in that moment, we take a decision based on so when those cost things are. cost-benefit analysis. Yeah, that's okay. all. So every decision has an opportunity cost. Okay. So... I think that what happens is because we have the thought if something if something doesn't exist there's no seed for it to grow mm -hmm. so I think that the the concept of parallel arts and the feeling that it is a possibility comes from the fact that we have all these opportunity costs where we take decisions and when our brain is reconciling things at night even though we believe that we took the best decision now, mm -hmm. our brain plays out what could have happened had we taken the other decision. They're called dreams, Clive. Right. Because it needs to... If the brain doesn't reconcile or finish up their thought and give it an endpoint, Then you can't come to peace with your decision. Yes. So, even if we don't do it, or if we consciously do do it in the moment, mm -hmm. we... Uh, we've both were engineered to to work through so i think that all the additional space in our brains so ram <laughs> is because technically our brains have created multiple earths within themselves because oh. there's multiple strands <laughs> within our minds so yeah, yeah because i believe that i believe that time travel is very difficult because when you've mapped that giant piece of your brain that now has all these parallel realities mentally mm -hmm. of possibilities, things not chosen and whatever, unless you have a very clear and um, resolute outlook on what it is you want to do when you travel backwards, mm -hmm. you actually travel to one of those decisions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So all you're doing is branching to what your mind already knows exists. But the way it's portrayed in movies is you're going back and you're taking a decision and you don't know what the outcome is. Yeah, because you have no idea of reconciling the ripple effect. Right, but your brain has already done that. Yeah, but you didn't do it. Your yes. brain did it. So what we're doing when we... If we time travel, all we're doing is playing with different options that we already know happened. Yeah. So it's like, what's it? We're deciding to pull a different string on the spider's web. And we're causing a vibration in different di direction, but it's still part of us and it's still part of the yeah, spider's web. Yeah. So I don't think time travel alters reality. Mm -hmm. I think that time travel... Um, 
fulfill stuff that we already know. Okay. But we haven't lived through the responsibility for. Okay. So we only have one layer. We have a... When we time travel, we connect to things that we know about but haven't experienced. Yeah, okay. So it's almost like a living out a thought experiment. Yeah. But you cannot... When you, when you travel, you can play through those things, but there's no effect on the future. Because when you travel back, you're going to travel along the same thread, even though you've explored all these others. Yeah, so, oh, so you They're all just you, thought experiments that you, you can do. You don't believe go. that it would have any bearing on the future. Correct, because when you travel back, you're just going to travel back the way you can. So basically what you're proposing is just astral projection to alternate timelines in your own universe. So I think that it would be brilliant to make a time travel movie that actually um, in the future, mm -hmm. sort of a matrix thing, mm -hmm. all time travel exists within people's minds. So you are able to travel back and explore mm -hmm. the possibilities. Mm. But, then you but wake if up you are woken up, you're going to be back where you started. It's like a punch thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. In a way. <laughs> So you can go in there, explore what you want, experience those different things, but the second you wake up, it's like a bungee cord, you'll be snapped back to exactly where you are now. So you can feel like you lived that dream. Oh, so like Total Recall. That's what, that, like... In a way, yes. Yeah. But uh, it's not the same thing, but yeah. <laughs> so you always this. You can go and experience other things. Those things won't have that great an impact. It'll all just be a dream mm -hmm. because... It will crystallize what your brain has already played with mm -hmm. mentally. Mm -hmm. So I that's so my it, it can't really introduce new stimuli. It's just it will just enhance it and it will feel like a real dream to you. Yeah. Like oh it was amazing. I went there, experienced those things, I smelled those things because you actually did. So but you only did it. There is there are movies that deal with that kind of premise, like Vanilla Sky and and Total Recall. Yeah, but it's not... Traveling within your own conscious. Yes, but it's not time travel. No, it's not time travel. So, But what you're proposing is not time travel. No, that's what I'm saying time travel is. You, you're traveling to your own past. In your... No, you're traveling to different splits in your decision making in your past. Yeah, but it's still yours. You play it out so what and happens, it's just a dream. Okay, but what happens when you want to time travel and affect realities of previous generations you can't in your premise you can't okay so but you can't time, affect anyone else's say, reality say time travel was a thing that was developed by governments across the world <laughs> no you can't now take me into your experience <laughs> i'm saying within mine i don't believe it would work like it does it would just be an advanced form of regression okay so you could use that for therapy that's all. Mm. You could never actually time travel. Yeah. So I think that the other thing that I think the, the elements that exist in the world that we think are time travel is based on us believing that us right now is the highest point of existence. Yeah. And our cockiness makes us believe other things, going, other things are going on because we don't believe that anyone else or any other thing could have done something better than we've done now. Mm -hmm. And we've done nothing more than the microchip. We've made it in different sizes, we had different applications, 
and we're still dancing around the microchip. Yeah, and burning coal. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So I just think that that's the my two cents is in my uh, in Clive's world of uh, movie making, time travel will always be a regression and a thought experiment that never influences anyone else because why should your travel your uh, narrow-minded selfish travel have an impact on the entire planet yeah because like you said earlier it's a spider's web yeah. so you can't you can't create a vibration that doesn't ripple across the whole web so giving someone that kind of power to change history and not being able to map the repercussions of what will happen as a result of that one change that would be too much so even if we did discover time travel it would be too dangerous in our hands <laughs> so we just let yeah. it go <laughs> that's the one thing that all these what i'll say these time travel movies which are in themselves thought experiments show is that everybody who travels through time whether they're being was it philanthropic or um, other-centered, all take selfish decisions. Well, yeah, it, it, always, it always evolves the same way. The first thing that they do is they try to change something personal, and then they see it doesn't work, and then eventually they go through the whole personality development arc, and then they do something altruistic afterwards. Yeah, to try to rectify what they messed because up. Because they see that they're the problem. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. As the song says, if I could turn back time. <laughs> um, so yes, so in summary, your thing on time travel is? Don't do it. Don't do it, kids. <laughs> Mine is, it's all in your mind. If you want to travel through time, um, write a journal entry and go to sleep. You will have some time travel for yourself. But then, before you close this chapter, what is your opinion on these people on YouTube that claim that you've to be been watching. time travelers? And, I mean, what... I think it's the same thing. If you, if you, if I have a certain recurring dream. Yeah. Uh, and even in the dream state, uh, certain senses are recruited mm -hmm. for it. I have this haze of this other thing and the haze of the other thing I can choose to impose on this reality or keep it separate. Okay, so you're saying if it's real to you, it's real. What I'm saying is their choice has made them believe they're a time traveler. But what it is, is stuff that... I have deja vu... I do too, and it's been increasing like tenfold in the past couple of weeks. What I want to say is, almost all my days are deja vu. And it's not because I've experienced those things before. It's because I, in general, with most actions, think of multiple... Well, that's your job. That's what you do for money. Anyway, right. that's your, that's your right. thing. So because I do that, I always end up with deja vu. Yeah. Because one of those things that I thought of possibility happen, and it plays out in a way that I sort of predicted it. Yeah. 
So I constantly have it. Doesn't mean I'm a time traveler that jumped forward and then came back and now I was like, whoa, dude. Yeah, but what if they did it to us and then we're just replaying things that have already happened to us because we haven't had our story arc changed. Alright, so let's jump out of time travel and we're going to run time travel parallel with another thought. Mm -hmm. Right, the matrix. So if you had oh. to join the matrix and time travel. Yeah. Continue from there. Why do you need time travel when you're in the matrix? The matrix is a simulation. You can program any reality you want into it. You have With no control over it. Well, those in power is what I'm saying. Okay, so those two thoughts are completely... They, you can't... You can't talk about them in conjunction. Right, so you could think that you've experienced stuff. Yeah. Because they program and they reset and they program and they reset and they program and they reset. So almost like a Westworld situation, you have all of these other things that you're now referring to as dreams, mm -hmm. which are uh, which are dreams which I'm saying is unreconciled decisions. Mm -hmm. But it could be an external influence that allowed you to live through that and then reset the clock. And now you're living through it again. And then reset the clock. And then let you live through it again. And then reset the clock. And they just kept doing that to you. Because they're harnessing energy Why? of your body in a bath somewhere. Because <laughs> human beings are like the best batteries on the planet. Oh, lovely. Oh, I guess I don't want to know about that then. <laughs> so anything that doesn't benefit you is not real. I don't want to know. Why would you want to know? Why would you want to be miserable? I just think it's fascinating. It's not if it, if I'm stuck in the bath somewhere. Oh. You're stuck in a bath, there are tubes in you. Nope. Choose the blue pole. So I think, <laughs> for me, I think that um, time travel is all in your mind. So if you want to do it, do it. And enjoy the trip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
So how much quality time are you actually spending with your loved ones now that you're at home together? What do you do together? What do we like to do together? We love to play games together. We cook together. We have more time together now that I am working from home. And we are both working from home, my husband and I. And Kyra is now homeschooled, my little eight-year-old. So we have more time together. We play games. We cook together. Um, we watch movies together every night. We're watching a different Marvel Marvel movie with, with my eight-year-old. And she's thoroughly enjoying us being together, um, doing that. Whereas on normal, you know, nights where we have to come home from work and get all these things prepped, we wouldn't have time to do that. So we have more time together. And I'm that's the one thing that I'm grateful for during this time. Ah, oh, that sounds amazing. It's great to have family time. What are you going to do when you get let out? Do you think social distancing is going to affect it? The first thing that I'm going to do when this is over is I'm going to do my nails, get my brows done, and I'm going to see my two best friends. My one friend loves outdoors and nature. She loves hiking. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go camping with her and her family, my family and hers. Um, I'm going to catch up with my other friend that loves cafes and food and um, going out and, you know, drinking wine. And um, we don't have a lot of restrictions with regards to that, but we don't do that often because of, um, I guess, the cost of doing these things and um, how you have to plan around doing these things um, in Australia. So it's a totally different lifestyle. Social distancing to me. Um, means that I can't do things that I love, like interacting with people. I get energy from interacting with people. I love to sing in the church choir, and I can't do that now. I'm also restricted from going to the gym, and um, that has been a wake-up call to me to be able to do things differently from home and go out into you know, nature more. We've got beautiful tracks around the house where we stay. We've got these parts that we can walk along and we can go down to the oval and kick the ball around. And we've been doing that more often now. So it's changed the way I plan those things. Yeah, that kind of sucks for us too. We also miss band and gym enormously. Um, so what's your number one tip for surviving the lockdown? Our number one survival tip is during lockdown is I think know yourself, know the things that you like, make time for yourself because you're stuck in the house with whoever it may be, um, heaven forbid if you're alone, um, but when you are in the house with the family, you have to know what you like and make time to do those things that you like because on in normal occasions you'd be doing that anyway and now you don't, you know, so make the time for that. Cool. So if you had been given time to plan, would you have done anything differently? Given time to plan, what would I have done differently? I would have gotten more family games. Kyra loves playing um, with us and seeing how we interact together as a family is amazing. Um, we laugh a lot more together as a family doing these things. We learn a lot more about each other's personalities. You know, we think we know each other, but having to do this in the small space in this during this time and over this period of time has allowed us to really get under each other's skin, you know, really 
bother each other to the point where we have to solve our issues. Whereas you could just get up the next day, go to work and come back and kind of forget about what that is. You are in a space now where you have to get to the next phase of whatever's going on. And that's been good for me. That's been really good for me. So if I had known that this was going to happen, I would have definitely planned um, extending my family sooner. It would have been great company for Kyra to have another little sibling. And we, she would have, you know, been happy with that. Um, she's on her own with us, so two adults in the home sometimes is no fun. Um, I would have bought toilet paper sooner because in Australia, as you know, that was crazy. But thankfully, uh, we worked it out, so we were, <laughs> we were not struggling for that. Um, I would have bought more games. Kyra loves uh, playing games, so I would have done that. Awesome. Thanks, Nisa. Speaking of games... Okay, so... Uh, 30 seconds, guys. Remember that Clive had three last time and I had four. Right. So, um, we have a timer ticking up there on that screen. So, when it reaches a zero, we'll start. So, you want blue or yellow? Mm, yellow. Yellow? Okay. Uh, okay, go. go. Um, favorite phones of all time? Nokia. Right. Uh, our airport, yeah, close to us that we... Oh, sorry, the main airport in and out of South Africa. Uh, OR Tambo. International. Yeah. Um, favorite... Um, a comic that uh, draws these caricatures of people? Shapiro. And the wife of Michael Jackson? Uh, Elisa Marie Presley. Right. Okay, so you got four right, and I couldn't... I couldn't um, ask you this one because I don't even know what it is. Which one? The, the NSRI. So you can see that um, I'm not lying. There are the answers. Okay, Clive, who's the winner? Apparently I'm an excellent question asker. <sighs> yes, you're an excellent question asker. Oh, well done. <laughs> <laughs> So, that's so how, would you, how would you define a winner? That's what I'm saying. The only winner here is you. Subscriber number 100. <coughs> We're looking for you. <laughs> yes. Your, your YouTube needs you. <laughs> not your country. And what will you be winning? We are not going to tell you until the very, very end. But it will be good. <laughs> yeah. Just remember that I've got lots of... Um, comic book stuff that I collect, uh, art stuff, other movie stuff, so... Yeah, it's probably going to be something geeky, but yeah, if you're subscribing to this channel, you probably are already a bit geeky, so embrace that. <laughs> Have a great week. Yeah.